0: This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station.
1: Good morning, it's Razor Game. This is Frida Liu. It's also the final Friday of the month, so guess who's here? Sheila Singer from Human Equation and uh, she's always here accompanied with a guest but uh, before we talk about that, today our topic is on managing your state for productivity and the question is, would you like to get into positive states at will instead of being subject to negative states? Would you like to be able to get into an empowered state before a presentation, a performance or a difficult meeting? I don't know why she was trying to get in closing her eyes in front of me like I'm such a difficult person uh, I know she was getting to a state Sheila Now being able to manage your state is Crucial to your productivity and performance. Why? Because all our behavior, communication, learning, performance, in fact, everything we do is state dependent. So imagine being able to get into a positive, productive state at will. Uh, Wouldn't that be something? So uh, in our Tools for Transformation series, uh, Sheila Singham and her guest, Noor Sakina Mama Ibrahim, will be sharing more on how you can manage your state for productivity. And, you know, we've talked a little bit about it, but I guess a lot of people don't understand what is a state and what do you mean by a state?
2: Well, a state is a combination at any one time of your physiology, kind of what your body is going through, your feelings, your emotions and your thoughts all of them put together combined to form a state. So, you can have very empowering states where you're having really positive thoughts about yourself and, you know, you've got adrenaline flowing through your body and you're feeling really excited and positive about impending events or something that you're going to be doing or in, in anticipation. Or, on the other hand, you can have a really, really unproductive state mm. where, you know, your body is all slumped, you're feeling a bit weak and Tired, And then you've got these negative thoughts going through your head as like, oh, I'm never going to be able to finish this project. I'm never going to be able to do that presentation. And then you really feel, you know, you feel bad about yourself. You feel very low. You feel insecure. Right. So I think I've just kind of built a picture, Frida, mm. about two contrasting states. Right. Now, which state would you rather be in? Obviously, the happy one. Yeah.
1: Right. Now, can you really choose what state to be in at any time or... Are you helpless about this?
2: You're definitely not helpless. Mm. People who think that they're helpless, they're choosing to be helpless. It's a and state that they choose to be in. Yes. And I know people out there listening might say, how can you say that? I don't choose. Who would want to choose to be in a, in a poor state? in, a, in, a, you know, in a Unhappy, angry. Yeah, but we are. Mm. because the fact of the matter is there are ways you can step out of that state mm. but many of us choose to be in those states because we're getting some sort of gain, secondary gain. Or for example, if I tell someone oh, get out of that state, you know they're, they're sitting in an unproductive state they can't do, they feel they can't do anything, and they can't move forward in their lives, so they're just like sitting down there and moaning and groaning about that and I said, no, oh, get up and go and do something and they turn around and say, wow, well, you think very easy you know, to get up and go and do that, you know, I I can't do it. You think I choose to be this way? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, by 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 remaining in the state, they really don't have to do anything, do mm. they? Mm. Right? But if they were to step out of that state and get themselves into a more empowered action state. Action mode, yeah. Yeah, action mode. Then they have to do action, ah? mm. right? And then if they have to do action, then again, there is that thing of low, but what if I fail? You know, so the, if the limiting beliefs... And the negative emotions combined with the unproductive state, you really can get stuck over there. So you can actually pull yourself out of this. And this is what um, we do at Human Equations um, training programs, whether it's our nine-day public uh, practitioner um, neuro-linguistic programming and timeline therapy program, or even in our corporate training programs, we teach state management. More and more now, I'm beginning to introduce the state management topic and techniques Mm. into my corporate training. Because inevitably, uh, Frida, I have people coming and saying that, you know, we're all very stressed at work and we get very sometimes demoralized or we're getting very apprehensive, we got this big project, got to present to the board. I actually have CEOs who say you have to present to the board, you know, I'm going to to kena hantam there, so (laughs) I'm going into this meeting with a lot of trepidation. So how do we get them into an empowered state to be able to go there and present coherently and stand by, you know, whatever ideas they have by giving them state management techniques. Now, for example, I I did a presentation skills workshop recently for a government agency. And they're all one thing we found out. They know their stuff. Right. Okay, but when they go and stand before this audience, takut. they become a bit takut. kabut <laughs> a bit, no? So, because the confidence is is, is sort of shaken there. Mm. So, what we did was give them state management techniques. We actually gave them a technique of how to um, remain, to get into an empowered state while the audience in, in front of them is doing all kinds of things. So, we had the rest of the class the audience were being very naughty like okay. not paying attention right. looking at their phones talking even throwing paper and all that so of course extreme situations and they just remain in that composed state and manage to deliver their presentation mm. and they were so amazed they said wow this is really powerful now okay uh, why is it important to be in a positive state because everything you do is state dependent right. you're learning Mm. Right, your learning, your communication, your performance, your behavior, your productivity—everything is state dependent. Mm. Now, for example, uh, i I give you the state example of a of a runner, say a hundred meters mm. runner. In order to go there and win that competition. He needs to be in a really, really confident state, right? He needs to be really, really empowered. You imagine if running up to the competition, he's not in a productive state. He's like tired and demoralized and, you know, so tired that he doesn't even have the energy to go and and practice the Mm. way he's supposed to. You guess what's going to happen? He doesn't even have the right state to go and do the behavior of practicing. You know, sometimes I watch our Malaysian, um, Players are sports mm. people and all that. Even like, you know, Dato Lee chung he, He's a damn good player. But sometimes when you see that, you know, when he's faced with... an Lindan, Lindan, <laughs> Very obvious. <laughs> he's when he's Lin faced Dan. with Lindan. Now, Dato Lee is very kind of like impassive. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. He's very... Very calm and composed yeah. in many ways. But if you're really observing, you can see Linda there, that that state is shattered yeah. Well, Now, if we were to give him and a, a, a go and do a technique that we use in, in, yeah. in our programs, it's called anchoring. If we were to go and anchor that positive, empowered, amazing state because he is definitely a winner. Yeah. It's just like when you see someone who's there's so much of hype about this tall, you know, handsome Chinese guy there <laughs> and, and everyone's like, rooting for him and you go, who's this guy from Malaysia? Oh, okay. Uh, I'm already allowed myself to get into less demoralized And then state.
1: there is that what Nicole David. That's yeah. another thing yeah. as well. So now
2: how can we get into this empowered productive state? Are there any specific techniques? Okay. In in neurolinguistic programming we have a technique which we call anchoring. Mm. Okay. Um anchoring is basically a stimulus response technique. Okay? We all of us respond to the stimuli around us in different ways. Now, I wonder, Frida, when you're driving sometimes and you hear this really sad song playing in the radio. Start uh, you start crying. Ah, you start crying. And you ask yourself, why? Uh? Because I haven't heard the song in a long time Then you go back and think Oh this is the breakup song oh, that, time. <laughs> ah, that time So you start crying And you're like I'm so over that guy already Why am I crying <laughs> Because that song turns out to be like a trigger yeah. Or even a perfume You walk through a perfume come eh? past a perfume counter and smell something And immediately you, it triggers off thoughts of a certain episode or uh, time uh, in your life yeah, yeah. with a certain yeah. someone Right uh, uh, Or even food yeah. Sometimes you're walking past and there's a familiar smell of a familiar dish yeah. And you say Hey that's just like what grandma used to make And uh-huh. It evokes nice, warm feelings of, you know, family, holidays at home. So those are all naturally occurring anchors. Mm. And what happens is that actually that stimulus mm. forms a sort of neurological connection with the response. Mm. You you have that nice stimulus, right? And then you get a nice response, right? There can also be negative anchors. Yeah. You know, and, and I find this a lot with partners, you know, married couples. Mm. Sometimes they mean well towards each other, but the certain tone of voice mm. that one you Users, immediately just triggers off uh, everything else, Everything else, you know. Or sometimes they, they're outside, they go on holiday, they're very happy, they're at the mall, they're shopping, they're at dinner, they're happy. I mean, it's time to the house, uh, but one fight breaks out because uh-huh. sometimes the house itself, certain things there, acts as an anchor. Right. So, all this is uh, happening in our neurology and we're not even conscious about it. Right. So, how about if we take that? and we consciously use it to create productive states.
1: There's some things that I do when I feel that, okay, today's going to be a challenging day, but, you know, like a sad day with prayer. Mm. Then what I'll do is like, I, I need to wear something bright. Mm. A- and that just gets me in a different mood, right? And I'll, I'll try to put do all things to put myself in a positive state. And it could be the clothes I wear, you know, the things I do, you know, the, you know, put on more makeup, whatever, you yeah. know, are these are these then and and these are are anchors. anchors as well? You
2: know, I've got like people in sales who say I got one lucky tie, you know, if I wear this tie, I show clothes. Why? Because the tie is an anchor. Maybe because when they wore the tie once and they closed this fantastic deal, confidence level went up. So after that, they wore the tie again, close again. So the tie actually unconsciously becomes an like anchor because there are no lucky charms, let okay. me tell you. you.
1: Don't lose that tie. <laughs> we'll hear a little bit uh, from Nurse Akina Mama Ibrahim and how she used this tool uh, in, in, in her life in just a moment. Of course, i being speaking to Sheila Singham from Human Equation. You're listening to Raisy Game, BFM. Eighty-nine point nine. Good morning. This is Frida Liu, and it's the final Friday of the month. Sheila Singham from Human Equation here with us, and we're talking about managing your state for productivity. And uh, she's accompanied by Nur Sakina Mama Ibrahim uh, on how she used this tool managing your state. And we, we spent uh, you know some time talking about how we got into this. But tell us about your story. I know you've you've got a
0: master's in applied optics. I'm like, huh? What's that? <laughs> okay, uh, I just recently graduated my master's. Mm. Applied optics is an application on visible wavelength okay. that it can be for detection of moisture or detection of elements that that can be detected within that wavelength. There's a lot right. in this world. The way, the range of wavelengths is very huge, so. My specific target is within the visible wavelength.
1: Wow, I tell you, you know, there's something like, who would have thought that anyone would do a Master's in Applied Optics? But okay, anyway, a little bit about your story and how how you uh, met up with uh, Sheila.
0: Yeah, I met Sheila during her course, NLP course. Mm -hmm. Uh, My father sent me there. Mm. At first, I was a bit apprehensive about it and then...
1: What was the reason your father sent you there?
0: The reason my father sent me there to... I think he saw something that... That wasn't in me That he needs me To be more motivated Or cheerful And okay. then He sent me there And then To give to give me motivation That was that was, was my thought About okay. it Okay Right But I was wrong But actually NLP provide us a, a tool Okay To help us Solve our daily problems Such as Procrastinating, or were you the were you the sort
1: uh, that procrastinated? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, So when you decided to do this course, though, I mean, you thought it was uh, another motivational course, yeah, right. And yeah. Then, so what was
0: so what did you learn about state though? So you were saying that what was your state and how did that change? Actually, state management helps me a lot mm. in managing my situation. Mm. It gives me a tool to to get off from my Bad state To a uh, Better state mm. For example Recently I did my Viva Which is a thesis presentation For my masters mm-hmm. I got a call From my Viva A month earlier mm. So At first I was excited And motivated About mm. preparing My slides mm. And then uh, After a while My motivation And excitement <laughs> Drop Then I tend To procrastinate And there's a lot Of distraction So okay. I tend to do Other things So
1: Ramadan,
0: <laughs> yeah, plus Ramadan, was, uh, plus uh, to avoid uh, my procrastination to drag any longer. I uh-huh. apply the anchoring technique to okay. change my procrastinating state to a more motivating state.
1: So, what was your trick for you when you said you use you you change from your procrastinies to a more motivating What what what's your thing? What do how do you do it?
0: Uh, I apply the NLP technique anchoring okay. technique, uh-huh. uh, which I have learned from Sheila. Mm-hmm. Chaining anchors. Yeah, chaining anchors. Okay. Yeah. Okay, what's this chaining okay, anchor?
2: Okay, anchors is just a technique. See, anchoring itself is a technique where you can use any kind of stimulus, mm-hmm. whether it is auditory or visual or kinesthetic. Mm. In in the program, we teach people to use a kinesthetic anchor. That means touch. Mm. So what we do is we get, um like for Sakina, we we'll say, okay, Sakina, imagine a time when you were really, really empowered, you know, you're really so empowered, okay? As you think about that time, you go back to that time and float into your body and see what you saw, hear what you heard feel that feeling of being totally totally empowered and then when she's like really empowered and you can see from the face like Sakina's empowered then we like can okay. a knuckle or right. like a, point, a same point point okay. and then we just keep getting her into other states la, whether okay. it is confident or motivated we just do we layer those states right. but we on the same place in the, right. on, the on the anatomy normally okay. we use a knuckle la, right. don't touch other parts of the anatomy <laughs> la. so and then so what happens after that when we actually go back and touch that out of context. So if I'm talking to Sakina after that and then I just took on that same spot she will get into those multiple empowered ah, states. Yes. So now you've got the
1: technique. Yeah, I got the technique. So every time you feel procrastinating you know what to do.
0: Yes. Okay. And so it's a simple and easy technique that usually drags too long that we will wait until sometime during the due date we have not solved the problem. Uh, yeah. But this one is a simple, easy technique that on the spot, you can do it. Okay, yeah. so it, it, it has helped
1: you with your assignment yes. tremendously. Yes, yes. Yes, it And <laughs> you're not stressing out the day before. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. You know, so uh, so your next step is doing your PhD, you're saying. Yes. Now you'll be able to do it in advance. Yeah, yeah. I will be doing it better.
2: <laughs> yeah, no more procrastination for Sakina yeah. because she's learned all the techniques for anchoring. And, and I must tell you, Frida, uh, about Sakina. Uh. When she came in for this program, I thought... And she came in with her two sisters who right. are a little bit more vocal. Yeah. And here was Sakina and I thought, wow, what a brain. I mean, she's it doing a master's in what? <laughs> applied for optics, right? And she was going to do a PhD. That's what she said. Mm. So, what? We, we said a well-formed out. yeah, outcome said to well-firm. do the PhD. And guess yeah. what? Yeah. She's starting it in September. Wow. Yes. Okay? That's one thing that came right. about. Right. And the other thing was Sakina was very sort of quiet. Mm. During the entire program, and I'm thinking, these three sisters—two of them very chatty, this one so very quiet, now, very dignified, very quiet, like almost a different personality. Uh-huh. But as the program progressed, uh-huh. I began to see Sakina's barriers dropping, right. and I tell you, she became so chatty, so conversational. But told Sakina, yeah, and she's just just become a different person. And Amma, tell us, tell us what your your mother with the the things that your Family members Have noticed
0: Yeah uh, like for example f- To come to this interview um, My sister were Mocking me About how I'm <laughs> going to speak Okay And <laughs> surprisingly My mother said otherwise Don't underestimate My daughter oh. <laughs> uh, She might sound different And uh. Might surprise all of you. All uh, right.
1: Yeah. So she see she just uh, so she's sister. You're number what? Number one. You're number one. Yeah. So there's two and three, which are the naughty ones, the chatty <laughs> ones. Lovely one. They're, They're lovely girls. They're all three.
2: Sure. I mean, kudos to the parents. Okay. The, I I really take my hat off to the father, right. inche Muhammad Ibrahim, for actually sourcing uh, our mm. program and finding out and sending his three daughters. Frida, this this is the best gift mm. any parent could give his children. Right. Because, you know, it, people come to my programs in their 40s and 50s and they say, I wish I'd had this when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. And I say, well, send your children. My own daughter has come for the program and, and really it's, it's just made a whole world of difference. I really advocate that um, people, people come mm. and people also send their children, whether right. you know, after school, after graduation. You need to be about in about twenty or so. You can you know it's that sort of program where it sort of adapts and molds according to every individual yeah.
1: and their needs. All right, and we've been talking
2: about managing your
1: state, which is a very important thing. Uh, Sheila Singham from Human Equation, together with Nurse Akina Mama Ibrahim. You can tell your sisters, I told you so. Yeah, right, I told uh, you so. Uh, managing your state for a productivity raising game. BFM eighty nine point nine.